Greetings. Amazingly, we have no fewer than 13 new entries this month and a brand new number one. We'll be joined by Sean and David from The Young'uns to discuss their inspiring new album, Tiny Notes. And there'll be music from Billy Martin, Breacher Campbell, Alistair Roberts, Josie N. Clark, Reg Muros, Craig Gould, Ahulian Tito and Lucy Farrell. But let's kick off in fine style with this from Westward the Light. Thank you. 
Here's the first chart countdown at 40. You just heard that new entry from Westward the Light. The album is Flow Country. At 39, David Brewis with The Soft Struggles. At 38, Derry Farrell and The Wedding Above in Glen Cree. At 37, Eliza Carthy is Queen of the World. At 36, a new entry, Lucy Farrell and We Are Only Sound. We'll hear a track in a moment. At 35, James Yorkston and Nina Pershon with The Great White Sea Eagle. More news from them later. At 34, Elephant Sessions and For the Night. At 33, Rura with Dusk Moon. At 32, Spell Songs presents Spell Songs 2, Let the Light In. And at 31, Angeline Morrison's The Sorrow Songs. But let's go back to that new entry at number 36. It's the much-anticipated first solo album from the singer, songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Lucy Farrell. The songs were written over an eight-year period, during which time Lucy experienced motherhood and relationship breakups, which are reflected in the introspective music that she wrote. This track is Snow's Blowing Wild. Blowing wild, the windows are baffled, but that look in your eye says I know you better all the way up the road. The spotlight's between us, so oh, but I won't be told. It makes it easier to hold on to this while the road makes us miss us. There are wolves in the snow, ice on the water when you're on your own. Everything seems harder, but we'll find our way out of the gutter if you take my hand. We'll get there together and we'll hold on to this while the road makes us miss us. Don't hold back your lovely eyes,
Lucy Farrell with the track from We Are Only Sound, a new entry at 36 in this month's chart. Let's move ahead now to another new entry at 24 from our friends Belinda O'Hooley and Heidi Tido. Their new album is perhaps their most personal to date. It follows their recent diagnosis as autistic women and reflects their experiences of that condition. The title track, Cloudheads, is about the difficulties autistic people face in social situations, perfectly illustrated by the video.
on with the chart. At 30, Magpie Arc and Glamour in the Grey. At 29, Richard Dawson's The Ruby Chord. At 28, Seth Lakeman and Make Your Mark. At 27, The Levelers and their lockdown sessions. At 26, a new entry from Emma Tricker, Aspirin's son. At 25, Kate Rusby's 30 Happy Returns. At 24, new from Ohuli and Tito, Cloudheads. At 23, Passenger with Birds That Flew and Ships That Sailed. At 22, Duncan Chisholm's Black Coolin. And at 21, another new entry, Stolen From God by Reg Muros. And that's another really significant project from Reg. After realising how little he knew about black history in Britain, he decided to create a song cycle about the transatlantic slave trade. He's joined on the album by the Cora player and griot from Senegal, Jali Philly Sissiko, the concertina player Cohen Braithwaite Kilcoyne, the singer Jazz Gale and the drummer Roy Dodds. Here's a track called The Way of Cain.
chain a man like an animal But you can't put the iron on his soul So the fear of the Lord and the lash and the sword Must turn him around to your goal To the minds of you good Christian women and men Such brutal extremes must seem strange With your fortunes at stake For his spirit to break You must know the way of Cain The way of Cain The way of Cain With your fortunes at stake For his spirit to break You must know the way of Cain The way of Cain The way of Cain With your fortunes at stake For his spirit to break You must know the way Reg Muros, his album Stolen from God, is a new entry at 21 in this month's chart. Well, time now to get the latest gig news from Lucy Shields of the Folk Forecast. And I suppose, Lucy, we're now creeping into the festival season, aren't we? Yes, we're sort of moving properly into the start of festival season now. Um, There's too many to mention, absolutely all of them, but a few highlights. Uh, There's Orkney Folk Festival from the 25th to the 28th of May showcases the best folk in Scotland and beyond. They've got Breabat, Kappa Kaylee, Elephant Sessions, Catherine Priddy, who's recently been on Folk on Foot, and absolutely loads more. So definitely check that out. The same weekend as that, we've also got Chester and Chippenham. And there's also loads coming up in Wales around that time. So there's Fishguard Folk Festival at the end of May, and then there's Fire in the Mountain and Gower in June. Um, There's also a couple of nice ones in London as well. So Magpie's Nest Festival on the 3rd of June, that's organised by the Nest Collective, who Sam Lee heads up. And they're doing a festival at the Mastership Rights Palace in London on the 3rd of June. And it's really eclectic lineup of everything that's new and exciting in the world of, of folk and world music. Then also there's a Jim Murray Festival on the 17th of June at Cecil Sharp House. Jim's marking his third decade in the music business, so why not have his own festival? And he's going to have some amazing guests. So he's got Kitty McFarlane, Nick Hart and Frankie Archer. And there's also going to be a live recording of the Old Songs podcast with John Wilkes as well. So I think that would be really cool. More from him later, I expect. And are there any uh, Folk on Foot artists who are on tour at the moment? There are, yes. Um, So some of the highlights, we've got Corrine Polwart is doing a solo tour from the 3rd of June. Um, she's going all over the place. She's going to Settle, Kendall, Liverpool, Lincoln, Colchester and loads more. Um, the, the one in Bristol is really interesting, actually, because she's going to be joined by Kitty McFarlane and they're going to be focusing on songs inspired by the natural world. So I think that will be really lovely. Oh, Huli and Tito are also doing a tour with their album Cloudheads. So they're going to be going to London, Southampton, Sheffield, Sunderland, Matlock, Canterbury, Huddersfield and Leeds and their gigs often do sell out so definitely make sure you don't hang around. The Young'uns, I think we're going to be hearing a bit more from them later and they are also going to be on tour all over the place. Gateshead, Dewsbury, Bristol, Oxford, Cardiff, Manchester. Uh, but they're catching also... up at live to your living room, aren't they? 
They are, yes. They're also doing an online gig for Live Tea Living Room. Um, it's our last gig of the season. We tend to take a break over the summer when everyone's a bit busy with festivals and holidays and stuff. So it's our last gig on the 30th of May and it's going live from the North Wall in Oxford. So we're really looking forward to that one. I think you've got a podcast, another podcast to tell us about. I have, yes. The Heel and Harrow podcast. Uh, that took my eye recently. So I loved the Heel and Harrow project from Rachel Newton and Lauren McCall. Now it's going to be a podcast. So they're going to be exploring the stories behind the music. You might remember that that album, is, it's all about the Scottish witch trials. So there's going to be some interesting stories to explore there. What about album releases coming out this month? So on the 5th of May... Um, just come out we've had John Wilkes before I knew what had begun I had already lost and John is amazing traditional singer and I think he's going to be coming up on an episode of Folk on Foot as well. Yes yes we've had a great walk around Birmingham with, with John singing songs that were collected or written in the centre of Birmingham it's a, it's a fascinating walk and that's coming up later this year. Really looking forward to that. Then there's lots more great stuff coming out this month as well. So on the 12th of May, NOS are releasing Stretching Skyward. It's an album that's kind of inspired by change because we've all been, the world has really shifted around us over the last couple of years and it's sort of inspired by that and focusing on different stories of change um, that they've been inspired by. 12th of May, we've got Merry Hell, Let the Music Speak for Itself. So they've been together for about 12 years and they've, produce six albums and this is kind of an effort to sort of distill all of that into something that really represents the flavour of what they do and indeed let the music speak for itself. On a similar kind of theme we've got on the 19th of May Chris Drever is releasing The Best Of so that's an, a 36 song anthology um, of just spanning the whole of his career really and there are also three new songs on there as well. He's got loads of special guests Eddie Reader. Kate Rusby, Boo Herodine, Andy Cutting, John McCusker, Heidi Talbot, and loads more. So it's absolutely jam-packed with folk royalty. Well, it sounds royalty. amazing, that one, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'll keep me going with 36 songs. <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> 26th of May, Jim Geddy and Toby Hay are releasing a self-titled album. It's their second album together, and it just really showcases the very best, finest guitar playing that you could ever wish to hear very sort of stripped back and minimalist to sort of just let their talents shine, really. And then at the end of May, 26th of May, Shirley Collins is releasing Archangel Hill. It's got traditional songs and it's also got some contemporary ones from some of her favourite songwriters. And it's it's really just about the tradition of passing songs on, really, of paying respect to the people who came before and then passing songs to the next generation. So that's a really lovely one as well. And I think you wanted to finish with a book, didn't you? Yes, I also spotted a book that I thought might appeal to folk on foot listeners. So it's called Singing Like Larks, A Celebration of Birds in Folk Songs by Andrew Millam. So obviously birds are featured in our own music and have done for centuries. And it's sort of a bit of a an interesting window onto the relationship between birds and traditional folk music. Well, I look forward to that. Lucy, as always, it's a, a joy to speak to you. And there's so much detail in, in what you have to say. If you didn't catch all of that, then just go online and search for The Folk Forecast, Lucy's newsletter, and she'll have all the details and much more in that. But we'll we'll see you next month. Thank you. See you then. 
On with the chart at 20, Rosie Plain and Prize. At 19, The Unthanks with Sorrows Away. At 18, Rachel is back again as part of Unthanks Smith with Nowhere and Everywhere. At 17, Fairport Convention and Full House for Sale. At 16, a new entry, Craig Gould with Songs from the Campfire. The track is coming up. At 15, Hack Poets Guild and their creative treatment of broadside ballads, Black Letter Garland. At 14, another new entry, Josie Ann Clark's Onlyness. At 13, Jesse Buckley and Bernard Butler and For All Our Days That Tear the Heart. At 12, Smoke and Oakham from The Longest Johns. And at 11, the Mary Wallopers self-titled album. But now we go back to that new entry at 16 from Craig Gould. Most of the songs for this album were written after Craig had been experiencing problems with his mental health and the proceeds from the project will go to the charity Calm or Campaign Against Living Miserably. This is the Campfire Song. sailed thundering rivers so wild in the arms of a forest giving shelter solace fire burning song forever scarred punishing rivers so wild Yet by fire we discover When you bleed, my brother No longer do you bleed Ever 
Craig Gould with a track from Songs from the Campfire, a new entry of 16 in the chart this month. Well, we heard earlier that the latest album by James Yorkston and the Cardigans lead singer Nina Pechon was still in the chart, having previously been at number one. And James and Nina are joining me on the next episode of Folk on Foot. They took me for a walk in the Tentsmuir Forest on the coast just north of St Andrews in Scotland to talk about their music and to sing some of it under the trees. Here's a little taste. You and I, we own the truth Our whole life, reality We settle, we promise Life suits me And oh my love I hope you know I've kept that love I've kept it close But harmony It has escaped me And the world became too fast And if I were a gambling man I would not trust it by half For the world became too fast And I'll do my best to understand So James Yorkston and Nina Pershon in the Tentsmuir Forest is the new episode of Folk on Foot, coming your way on Friday, May the 19th. Subscribe or follow us in your podcast app so you don't miss it. But let's get back to the chart and that new entry from Josie Ann Clark at 14. She's been reworking some of her previous songs on the album Onliness. Here's the track, Done. Of nothing you need 
It's my sincerity such a surprise Cause you just don't find it nowhere No more Be honest with yourself You can't forget me cause I'm like nobody else But you don't good to have a job to fall back on if the gigs dry up. That was done by Jesse and Clark from Onliness, new at 14 in the chart. Well, we're heading into the top 10 now with our interview with the young'uns still to come. And at 10, a new entry from Alistair Roberts. My bonnie moorhen, my bonnie moorhen, up in the grey hill and in it's when you gang but the hoose when you gang bin I drink a health to the bonnie moorhen My bonnie moorhen's gone over the main And it will be summer ere she comes again But when she comes back again some folk all can I joy be with ye my bonnie Fine colours, but none of them blue. She's red and she's white and she's green and she's grey. My bonnie moorhen, come hither away. Come up by Glendoch and down by Glendee, run by Kincleven and hither to me. For Ronald and Donald are out in the fen to break the wing of my bonnie.
old hen Up in the grey hill and down in the glen It's when you gang but the house When you gang down I drink her health to the bonny moor hen Alistair Roberts, his album Grief in the Kitchen and Mirth in the Hall is new at ten in the chart this month. At nine, Blackmore's Night presents Shadow of the Moon, the 25th anniversary edition. That's where the light is Shining bright from the hill That's where my love can be found At eight, another new entry from Spencer Cullum, who presents his coin collection, Volume 2. And then new at seven, an amazing album from the Scottish small pipes player Breacher Campbell. She's teamed up with the Canadian sound explorer and saxophonist Colin Stetson to create some really innovative sounds. And just a warning, this video contains flashing images.
Breacher Campbell and Colin Stetson and The Birds from her album Carry Them With Us, which is new at seven in this month's chart. So don't pray to a God, cause we're in this together all the way. At six, the level is collected, bring us together all the way. And then at five, another new entry. This is Tiny Notes from the Young'uns. We've had a huge soft spot for Sean, David and Michael ever since they took us for a walk around the Hartlepool headland and sang the distinctive three-part harmonies in one of the first ever episodes of Folk on Foot. And this album hits new heights. It features songs which tell often poignant or heroic stories of real contemporary people. And when I called up Sean Cooney and David Eagle, I asked Sean if he'd now created a new genre of songwriting. Oh, thank you, Matthew. It's great to talk to you. Yeah, Tiny Notes, it's yeah, a collection of of songs about yeah, real real ordinary people who've, who've gone through extraordinary things, really. And, and the, the title track is, is an incredible story in itself, the story of Paige Hunter who saves lives on the Weirmouth Bridge in Sunderland by tying little messages of hope to the railings. But the, the title as well, Tiny Notes, also reflects the fact that we find ourselves in quite a a privileged yet daunting position where people approach us with messages, with notes saying, I'd love it if you could try and write a song about this person who who I knew or, or this story that I was involved with. So it, it's it, it's a real um, a real honour to be in that position. For example, there's the, the note that you were given about one of the victims of the Lockerbie bombing. Tell us how that happened. Yeah, that's right. It, it, it came via an email a couple of years ago. Rachel Robertson, who'd lost her brother Tim in the in the Lockerbie bombing in 1988, he was on on the plane on his way to New York to spend Christmas with his girlfriend, and it was it was just a a heart wrenching message from from Rachel. But at the end of this this incredible piece of writing, she said, "I, I don't see it as being a sad song. I see it as being a love song." Uh, it was just so beautiful, and and it, it took a long time of, of thinking about how how it was best to to tell Tim's story and the relationship we now have with Rachel and, and indeed we have with other people who we who we've sang about on the album is is really special to us. I was going to ask you about that, David. What's it like when you meet some of the people that you've been singing about when you meet them face to face? How how does it make you feel? Well, I think the thing to always remember, these are just ordinary people who've had circumstances that things have happened to them a lot of the time. Um, so, you know, with Rachel's case, she wasn't planning to lose a brother. It was just something that happened before that. They were just an ordinary family. We tell the story of Richard Moore, who was blinded in the troubles and has gone on to forgive the soldier who blinded him. He is just such a down-to-earth, funny person who you, you, you meet. You know, like, you don't... Yeah, I I, th- I think there's a there's a not danger as such, but there's a, a thing of kind of that is the person and this is what they're all about and this is the only thing going on in their lives. But it's kind of not really. It's just a massive event that happened in their lives. But these are just brilliant ordinary people, and there's just one important story that they have to to tell. And um, but it is very daunting, especially you know if it's just your voices singing off. It's just Sean and me playing the mm. piano, and I'm just aware that. Any moment now, I could. If something just happened where I just play a wrong note or something, and I've messed it, you know, if that if that person's in the audience, especially at the first time we played the Tim Berman song to Rachel, and I was just aware that if my hand just moves a centimeter in the wrong way and I accidentally play the wrong chord, 
and I've messed it up for everyone, haven't I? So there's that pressure is there, I suppose. But then when you meet them, they're just such lovely people. Well, and, th and they must yeah. react with a great deal of emotion when they hear you sing, because singing itself is a very emotional thing. And when you hear you sing their stories or stories about their loved ones, it, it must uh, create emotion in them, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we to the point that... Um, We've had, there's been many tears and things like that. And then we tell the audience members that, the, if, especially if that person is in the audience, that, you know, they've heard the song maybe for the first time or at least heard it performed live for the first time. And then the response that the audience give that person is just, you know, absolutely incredible. And, of course, that sets everybody off again. <laughs> and, Sean, what is it that draws you to these stories? Because it must be, to a certain degree, it, it must be very harrowing sometimes to, to go through the, the stories. Yeah, absolutely. I think it, it it's kind of been a, a long sort of, evolution really as, as a writer I mean 20 years ago when when we discovered folk music I never thought I'd ever want to or need to write a song because traditional songs told us so much about the world around us the past and what the future could be and I was just so immersed in them and I learned so many of them and I think that kind of gave me such a such a, a grounding such an education in in song craft that it just kind of felt like a natural progression, really. Then we started a folk club in Hartlepool about 15 years ago, and I started writing songs about the history of Hartlepool that hadn't been written about before. And then it, it just kind of went from there, really. You know, you get to the point where you realise that the the great ballads of old were always telling the stories of the times in which they were written. Of course they were. Um, so it just felt a, a kind of natural thing. And I suppose then I'd, I'd kind of got to a stage where I, I was confident with my own voice as a writer, I suppose, to to kind of take that step. And, you know, we, we don't take any of this stuff lightly. You know, there's many songs that we've started to write, which which have not been completed because it hasn't felt the right, the right time or the right the right feel. And indeed, it's, it, you know, in some of these songs it took took several years to write, in particular Jack Merritt's Boots, which is which kind of comes and goes really quickly as a song and it, and it's upbeat. And, but it, it, it took years of kind of thinking about it to, to, and to that's try Jack and find Merritt the right who, note. Jack Merritt, who died in the attack on <laughs> Fishmonger's Hall near London Bridge. That, that's his story. That's right, yeah. It's a kind of celebration of his life, inspired by the incredible words his dad wrote, which were published in The Guardian less than a week after he lost his son. The words he wrote kind of felt like felt like a folk song. They felt like Tom Payne's Bones, if people are familiar with that one. It was a rallying call for people to, to borrow Jack's intelligence, to share his drive, to burn with his anger and to impact change in the world. And David, I'm interested in the musical process as well, because you're contributing a lot of piano on this album. You've got John Bowden doing the string arrangements. Uh, has the music moved forward uh, this time round as well? I don't know. People seem to suggest that it has in reviews, but um, yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, we've had strings on other uh, things like Dark Water and Be The Man. It might be the first time really that it's... Um, been arranged in such a way, I suppose, and maybe it is more. It feels like more of a theme throughout this, and there's more sort of solo bits there. Or, yeah, I don't really know. It's difficult when you're in the middle of it. It was never a decision where we kind of sort of sat down and said, right, this time we're going to make it like this or anything. But you you kind of get a style as you go in, especially when you you know you're in a studio and there's a a wonderful piano there, and that kind of informs the decisions. When we first start learning songs, often we'll we'll do them unaccompanied because we're learning them in the van on the way to a gig, and it's difficult to kind of get the piano 
going in that, especially if you're driving, you know. So uh, it, it kind of there's various mutations that the, the song goes in, like Jack Merritt's Boots originally had accordion and guitar, and then we thought, no, this needs to be more anthemic, like the way that we sing Tom Payne's Bones. So we just try and find the right style for it, and it does sometimes change as we go, really. We're going to play a video of um, the song Three Dads Walking, which, again, is a very, very poignant song and and it's a song which you sing to them in the open air on one of their walks so tell us about the three dads and 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 about that occasion yeah yeah um three dads uh andy mike and tim who who found each other in in the depths of grief because they each lost a daughter to suicide in recent years emily beth and sophie and their their mission, you know, a mission that they would never, they don't want to do. They just find themselves in this place where they have to do it because they realised after they lost the girls that suicide is the biggest killer of young people in this country, and not many people know that. And they want to tell people that, and they they go on walks. And that the first walk was in October twenty one. They walked three hundred miles between their homes in Cumbria, Manchester, and Norfolk, and that's what inspired the song. Recently, they've been walking again with a petition to the government to put suicide prevention on the school curriculum. And everywhere they go on these walks, the people find them and come to them. And and often these people are, you know, a suicide bereaved parents and people, and and haven't spoken about it much before. And and they see, you know, they they're just drawn to the dads and the dads just wrap their arms around them and and counsel them. It's such a beautiful and incredible thing to witness. And and on one sunny day last September, when they were walking through Cumbria, we we went and and we sang the song to them for the first time. Must have been incredibly emotional, David. Yeah, and that's the thing. Again, it's just that thing of meeting them. We knew that they were such down-to-earth, wonderful, funny people when we met them, which is what... It doesn't make it all the more... Well, yeah, maybe it does sort of make it all the more tragic in a way that you just think these are people who still... They've got such good humour and they've they've got so much to give and you just, you obviously, you know, I, I, but I think as well that they've found such friendship with each other and it's wonderful to see them getting on so well and taking the mick out of each other and uh, i just think that's i think that's really important because i think it just brings the humanity out in in them so it's that's been absolutely brilliant meeting them well sean and david thank you very much indeed for joining us on the chart show here's three dads walking my dad's boots are old and worn my dad's face is tired and drawn but my dad's feet will meet the dawn my dad's walking on My dad's cheeks are red and raw My dad's legs are bruised and sore But my dad's feet can take some more My dad's walking on From Lickland Hill to Eastern Fen 300 miles and back again We will walk and talk like men Three dads walking on My dad's world was torn in two No words can hold the pain he knew But there was one thing he could do So my dad's walking on My dad speaks of all his pain So all the dads might do the same My dad will not be ashamed My dad's walking on From Lakeland Hill to Eastern Fen 300 miles and back again We will walk and talk like men 
three dads walking on. My dad's holding all the while a picture from a simpler time. A daughter with an endless smile. My dad's walking on. Three birds singing in the dell. If he had known, if he could tell. If he'd have caught her as she fell, my dad's walking on. From Lickland's Hill to Eastern Fen, 300 miles and back again, we will cry and cry like men. Three dads walking on. There's a storm high on Crossfell, Deep within the whirring swell There's a time for love to dwell My dad's walking on The morning sun will melt the snow The mountain rise, the river flow And there are miles and miles to go My dad's walking on From Lickland Hill to Eastern Fen 300 miles and back again we will walk and talk like men. Three dads walking on. From Lickland's Hill to Eastern Fen, 300 miles and back again. We will walk and talk like men. Three dads walking on. Three dads walking on. Three dads walking on. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, you've done me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaking again. Give me all. It is hard not to shed a tear as you watch that, isn't it? Three Dads Walking by the young'uns from their album Tiny Notes, which is a new entry at number five. The soil itself will turn on me Say son, you destined for many At four, Lisa O'Neill and all of this is chance. I can still taste you and it kills me. A three self-titled by Marcus Mumford. Still some sick part of it that thrills me. He courted me, my life away. A two, False Lancome by Lancome. With me, he will not stay. Which means we have a new number one. Straight in at the top of the chart goes the singer and songwriter from Ripon in North Yorkshire, Billy Martin. At the age of 23, she's releasing her fourth album. But Drop Cherries is the first time she's both written and co-produced one of her records. It was recorded entirely on tape in Somerset and Wales late last summer. And the album is centred around love, and each track gives a glimpse of different aspects of a relationship. This is I Can't Get My Head Around You.
Billy Martin with I Can't Get My Head Around You from her album Drop Cherries, new at number one in the official folk albums chart this month. Well, what an amazing lot of music we've brought you this month. And if you like what we do, please support us. You can either become a patron, making a regular contribution and getting great rewards, or you can just show your appreciation by buying us a coffee. And you can do either by going to folkonfoot.com and clicking on the appropriate button. We don't take advertising or sponsorship, so we really need you to make even the smallest donation. And remember, after a small fee for Patreon, every penny you give goes back into making more episodes of Folk on Foot and more chart shows like this one. Thanks to the Folk on Foot team who make the show, thanks to English Folk Expo who licensed the chart to us, and above all, thanks to you for supporting the music and the artists we all love. (laughs) 